Welcome back to the Engineering YouTube and podcast, and welcome to the 27th of January. Um, time is flying by this year already, and finally we're starting to see some light in the evenings, which is great. I think it was another few weeks and it'll be light uh, around 7pm in the UK, and I don't know about you guys, but for me definitely, um, I seem to go into hibernation mode in the winter, so... Um, I did actually take the 981 out this week. I had a, um, it sounds a bit naff, but I had a big leadership event that I had to go to yesterday. Uh, and it was about an hour's drive away. So, because uh, the car had been parked up and I had stupidly hadn't left it on the SeaTech, I figured it'd be good to go out for a run. And um, yeah, so it was good. Although now it's come back and it's caked in salt again. So, um, I think I probably mentioned, if not last week, the week before, I stuck the car on ramps and um, climbed underneath it and you know manually <laughs> manually washed the underneath of the car so i don't know what you whether you'd say that's stupidity or prevention or whether you would do the same i've no idea but that's what i did anyway um so let's talk about this week there's a few things to talk about so what have we got in store for you this week we're going to talk about matt farrah's box the spider strawberry shortcake We'll talk about a little bit about Sam from Seen Through Glasses GT3 collection and recover um, that uh, the selling of Chris Harris's GT3 touring and what what I think my take on that a bit further on from my take on last week when we talked about it being sold on collecting cars and, and probably just a little bit on the engineering Ren 550 build. So stick around. One of the things I've got to do is build um, build Rengineering as a brand and build the um, social media presence up, and the um, YouTube subscriptions up before I start um, actually getting on with the Ren 550 build. Um, now, I'm 43 in two weeks. Social media is definitely not my forte. This I really enjoy talking to you guys and just having a chat um, almost as if uh, you were sat opposite me pretty much that's kind of how I'm doing this um, but yeah so I get definitely get stuck in putting a reel out or putting a post out and then overthinking you know how many likes has it got whether it's um, you know because you can see if I don't know about you guys but if you've got a an account that you have like a professional part to you can see all the analytics and you can get the feedback as to whether what's working and what's not all that stuff and I'm hit and miss I'll freely admit that I'm hit and miss some are really good um, and then some less so <laughs> and then on my personal account just you know as you do just scrolling through any old rubbish um, there was a picture of a guy that had um, just dragged this massive like six foot stick into his room and I made a really ridiculously pointless comment on this and and I'm still getting notifications about four days later of people liking it so I it meant that whole thing made me laugh because it kind of took the it made me realize how stupid and how silly getting attached or getting worried about you know the um the data coming back from who's liked what and you know how many followers have come in and how many gone um, and I think, yeah, so I'm going to remind myself of that stick situation and, you know, liking it, you know, making a stupid comment. If I get too fed up about the fact that it's not growing as quickly as I'd like or whatever, I've just got to do the, I've got to do this bit of work, right? I've got to interact with you, everybody out there. Um, I've got to go to events, which I'm planning to go to loads of events and just make sure I'm present for everybody. 
um, and then have those great conversations when they take place. So yeah, um, so that's my takeaway from this week personally. Um, getting into Porsche content then. So there's been quite a bit that's happened this week. Last week I talked about Chris Harris's 992, his 992 Touring, GC3, and the fact that he was selling it on collecting cars. Uh, at the time when I made that bit of content, it was at 190,000 British pounds this is. I have no idea what that translates into in um, dollars at this point with the currency the way it is. Um, it sold for £204,000. So that made me think, okay, so last week I was, I was trying to figure out what, um, what that means in terms of the market, what it means in terms of um, how, you know, what people think about the 992 generation versus the 991.2. Um, but actually, I kind of ignored that now and started thinking about, if you take it from Chris Harris's perspective, he wanted a 4RS and he wanted to buy it from an OPC, an official Porsche Centre. If he sold his car for 204000 and I did a quick look on um, a quick Google to see what a, you know, a decent 4RS has gone for on collecting cars also. So not retail price, the money that he would have to spend. And then one went for £227,000. I mean, this is still ludicrous money, right, all of this. Um, but his cost to change is twenty three grand, so I think <laughs> I think he's probably if he'd have traded his car into an OPC as GT three, and then bought if he'd been lucky enough to spec and buy a four RS, um, he would have been out of pocket more than twenty three grand. I'm pretty sure of that. So you can you can think what you like about that situation, but from a financial perspective for Chris, bravo, sir. I think you've done a great job. Um, I guess the only thing it means is that he can't then necessarily go and spec his own. Um, but I'm still reasonably confident that he'll, you know, broker a good introduction into another um, Porsche Center and um, he'll buy himself a retail car. I don't think he'll be buying any Overs cars. But if he does, it's going to cost him 23 grand. So no big deal there. So I don't know what you guys think about that. Um, you can head over to at Engineering UK on Instagram or at Engineering on YouTube, um, at Engineering on YouTube actually, yeah, and also at Engineering on Facebook, and let me know what you think. Um, next up, let's talk about uh, Sam from Seen Through Glass. Sam uh, collected his nine nine two generation GT three. Uh, in a really beautiful... I mean, if you haven't seen... He's done a couple of videos on it already, and I know he's travelling to Austria right now. So, Sam, if you get to listen to this, hello. Um, he chose a green... and it, You know what? It's a fascinating... I, re I really like Sam anyway. I've met him before. We've had a chat. Lovely chap. Um, but his explanation and kind of thought process around what colour he was going to buy I thought was really interesting. So... Um, I think everybody at this stage knows green has kind of been a fad, almost in the way that black wheels was a fad for a while. Um, and then he instinctively, because of that, pulled away from a green car and, and then ended up buying a green. And I forget the name of the green, but it is kind of like a sort of 930 turbo um, green, which is, and it's lovely. It looks really good. Uh, I particularly like the fact that he's gone for Pasha um, seat centers as well. At D-Class, who I mentioned last week, um, a shout out to those guys. I think the only thing personally that I would have done differently 
I, I like the color. I don't. I don't absolutely adore the color, but I like the color and totally get what he was trying to go for. I think. Um, and D Class actually put a post out. What do you think of Sam's Pasha interior? Um, he Sam went for a white on black, like a flat white on black Pasha, um, and that's a bit stark, I think, for me. Um, Mick at GT4 Winchester, um, good friend of mine. But he's got a black GT4 uh, 718 uh, model GT4. And uh, he's been agonising for ages about what seat centres to go for and who to get them done by, just in Playsec or um, there's loads of places, um, or D-Class. Uh, when we talked about going for uh, looking at seat centres, we looked at tartan, different types of tartan. Um, and Mick's got like a yellow contrast uh, with PCCB and a few other bits in the car. I think yellow seat belts as well. So it was looking for a, something with a yellow pinstripe in the tartan. That looked really cool. Um, and then also looked at different um, passions. So I've kind of had a bit of a heads up as to what different types there are. Personally, I think Sam's car probably would have been better and more kind of tuned into the look he was aiming for if it would have been an off-white. So still a black, uh, but they do, they do like variations of it. So like it's almost like a cigarette stain color as if it had kind of naturally, the UV had kind of deteriorated the color of the white or the silvery color. And it's like, almost like it's aged, the aged look. Um, and that's what I think, for me personally, again, I think Sam's done a great job, he's nailed it. But for me personally, I would have chosen something a little bit more aged, um, kind of faux patina. And I'm into watches as well, by the way. So um, there's a whole kind of discussion about uh, faux patina and watches and you know, it seems to split pretty evenly whether people like it or hate it, and I really like it. So, uh, so that's what I would have done. Um, otherwise, I think he's he's gone for silver wheels, which I think, yep, yeah, right, that is great. Um, and I think it, what I'm right in saying he the car's been delivered on yellow calipers for PCCB, um, and lucky him getting PCCB when there's a shortage of that. So good on him. Um, he talks in his video about uh, whether it'd stick with yellow or color the calipers. I still think black would look better, but let's see what he does. Either way, congratulations, Sam. It's a great car. Um, hope you have a fantastic time away and look forward to seeing more content on that. What else have we got then? So um, interesting, Matt Farah, um, the smoking tire, had dropped his... Um, his Boxster Spider video now, um, his first drive one take, and um, for sure, Strawberry Shortcake, I think it's called. That's a killer. It's got a demand uh, 4.5 litre engine. It's been completely built, uh, different gearbox with you know different ratios all throughout, uh, HRE wheels. It's just a killer look. Um, he also has had, I think his calipers were delivered. Wait, I don't know why I got stuck on calipers this week, but his calipers were delivered black, I think, and he's had them painted red. Uh, he talks in his video about actually the red's a bit of a sort of off. It's not quite a contrast and not a pleasant contrast against the seats because the seats are that darker red um, and whether he's going to paint those. Um, and yeah, I would um, try and find, you know, he's, he's off. He's, he's not staying stock at the moment. So um, yeah, go for it. Pick something that's a little bit closer to the to the seat color. But yeah, absolutely killer car. Um it's a dream of mine to head up into the canyons uh, and and tear around there in some different you know different cars. So um, I'm kind of living my dream out through him, watching him do that. Um, really cool. I love the content there anyway, and I, those one takes are I think a spot on. 
I actually spoke to um, the editors for Engineering and the, the YouTube um, content that we're working on at the moment and talked about if I do some drivers in other people's cars, by the way, hit me up if you are happy for me to come out in yours as a passenger or take it out myself. Um, I will do some picture-in-picture stuff. So if you see the smoking tire, one take, um, quite often there'll be a, a front-mounted front camera and then one facing back into the cabin of the occupants and I think that would be I think that's a really cool way of doing it and I've been advised and I think they're absolutely right by the editors to mount a microphone near the exhaust to get that kind of um, yeah to just make it more of an interesting so the sound balanced against the quality of the picture so so that's the plan anyway for that but congratulations to Matt for actually getting that sorted getting it back and uh, Ammo as well did a great job in detailing it it just looks fantastic that car so and I'm loving seeing stuff that people aren't even it's a new car and that people aren't afraid to do something different but in fact both sam and matt and it's hadn't occurred to me to talk about this but yeah both sam and matt have kind of strayed away immediately on delivery from um factory and i think that i mean that's a classic porsche thing right is to play with these cars and you know it's it's not completely against kind of natural um instinct to do this with porsche it's, it's almost encouraged that personalize the car and you tune it to yourself and you know if you're not happy with in matt farrah's case um the gear set ratios uh, just gone off and sorted it so but yeah great content from matt really exciting to watch so i'd encourage you guys to go and watch that and then the last thing really to talk about is um spy shots of the night i mean it's hard to believe that this is even happening but spy shots of the 992.2 are starting to appear um, I'm going to put it straight out there and, and I, I'm sure they'll work on the final product before it goes out. But man, is it hideous. <laughs> it's hideous. I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, I'm always... So I'm kind of not... I've not hidden this. I absolutely prefer the narrow body cars. Um, I think the 992... Nice as the 992 is. It's just that bit too big for me. Um I don't know what's going on with the 992.2. Uh, I saw a picture of a red one, um, Guards Red, and it, yeah, just honking to me. So I'm hoping that they'll do something with it and they'll kind of start to trickle through and, you know, we'll see sort of proper press shots and not just, you know, some, someone snapping someone on the side of the road. But from what I've seen, yeah, I'm sure it'll drive fantastically and I'm sure they'll put some great products together and it will, you know, standard Porsche stuff. It'll be really exciting when it comes out. But yeah those first few spy shots have been hideous um so I'm, anyway like i said i'm really interested to hear from you people so you know whatever your experiences are whatever your um porsche stories are i'm really looking forward to starting to book some of those so yeah you know as i said um, we're over at at engineering uk on instagram at engineering facebook and at engineering on youtube so head over to those those different places and um like follow and subscribe and all that stuff uh, and if you're really interested we can book you in for a 10 minute chat on your porsche story i'll leave it there for now uh genuinely hope you're having a fantastic week uh, and if the opportunity presents itself to you go out and have a good drive this weekend still think i'm actually in fact i'm heading off to buy a watch tomorrow so and there's a decent little drive to go and pick that up so um, for those of you who are interested it's a um a 2009 Amiga Planet Ocean um, yeah 2500 series model uh, it's the kind of screen news version from Casino Royale anyway I could nerd out on watches and that's a 
that's a whole other thing but yeah um i hope you're having a great week i hope you have a great weekend and um, i'll see you next friday for another episode of waffle take care for now bye bye